Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalel, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalel, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Glojo podcast. It is wonderful to have you here. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and today is a special Soul Bite episode. A Soul Bite episode is when it's a solo episode, it's me. And I share different things that come up in my life and how I'm navigating them. And today I'm going to share five takeaways that came out of a conversation that I had with a dear friend of mine and someone that I've worked closely with over the last year and a half. And so I'm going to share those in a minute. But before I do, I just want to take a moment and thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for leaving reviews. There's been a couple of new reviews that have come in in the past week. I really appreciate it truly means the world to me. And if you are wanting to support the Glojo podcast or any other podcast for that matter, reviews and rating and downloading episodes really makes a difference. So those are a few easy ways that you can support the podcasters in your life or the shows that you regularly tune into. And one other thing that comes to mind, if you have not gone over to theglojo.com yet and signed up for the newsletter, make sure you go do that. I send more or less weekly newsletters where I share little bits about what's going on in my life. And I also share information there about the episodes and more. So head on over to theglojo.com, get on the newsletter, and that's another way for us to be in touch. All right, now for this week's episode, this is going to be short and sweet. I am sharing five tips for navigating a new situation in your life. There's that saying that says the only thing that we know or the only thing that's inevitable are taxes and change and death, but we won't go there. We are going to focus on change. There are all types of change. It can be personal, professional, romantic, family, moving. Change happens every day all around us. It can be small. They can be these huge changes. What I'm sharing today stems from a conversation that I had actually earlier today. And, you know, sometimes we just need the little reminders. And so use this episode as a reminder to navigate the new situations in your life. And really, I think that what I share in this episode, this is good for any time. Even if you don't have a big change going on, I hope that you find this useful. 
All right. Tip number one, be curious and embrace change with open arms. Now, I do realize this can be easier said than done. Change can be difficult. It can be scary and anxiety inducing and daunting because of the unknown. You know, oftentimes, even when we know change is necessary, and I truly believe that deep down inside, we know when it is time to make a change. We often don't because we would rather stay in the comfort of the known instead of leaning into and exploring the discomfort of the unknown. But what if we started to approach life and specifically changes and new situations through the lens of curiosity? What if instead of getting stressed out and anxious and playing all of these worst case scenarios in our mind, we decided to look at things in a new way? When we get curious, I think that it's also a really, really great way to be present because we're, you know, maybe we're thinking about how something might be or we're thinking about a scenario or a person, but we're not stressing about it. We're still being rooted and grounded in where we are. And so that's tip number one. Be curious and embrace change with open arms. And I truly believe if you're in a situation right now and you're experiencing change, it is happening for you, not to you. I 1,010% or a million percent believe this to be true. Things happen for us. They don't happen to us. I actually recorded an episode on this quite a while ago, and so I'll make sure to link that in the show notes so that if you are interested in that conversation, you can go check it out. All right, tip number two, when in doubt, ask questions. You know, when we are put in a new situation, when we're working with someone new, when we are unsure of what's expected or what somebody is going to be doing, it can be so easy to get in our heads about this. It can be easy to get frustrated, make up stories, make assumptions. If you're in doubt or something is unclear, ask. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. I realize that it can be vulnerable, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it because it could save you hours and days of distress and worry and anger and frustration and then resentment builds. Or maybe you're in a situation where you're just really unsure what to do. And then you start to doubt yourself and you start to feel less confident and that's not a good spiral. So when in doubt, ask questions. It can be as simple as that. Tip number three, communicate your needs and your boundaries. That's right. Communication is key, especially when we are at the beginning of a new experience, whether that's a business partnership or a work project or, you know, working with a new team or a romantic partnership or even friendships that are new or maybe transitioning. Communicating your needs and boundaries is absolutely key. We cannot expect people to be mind readers. And it is really important. I'd say it's imperative that we take responsibility for ourselves and for what we need. So the first step is being able to identify what you need. 
to thrive or to feel safe or comfortable or honored, respected, loved, seen, whatever that is. And then the next step is about communicating it. Boundaries are very important as well. You know, it can be so easy to point fingers, but at the end of the day, I really do believe we teach people how to treat us. And if you are moving into a new situation, the exciting thing is that you have a clean slate. This can be the perfect time to practice setting boundaries, to practice, you know, getting clear on what your needs are and communicating them. And again, it might feel a little uncomfortable. This is totally a muscle. It gets easier the more we do it. I know when I first started communicating needs and boundaries more, it usually came out pretty charged because there was years of resentment and years of you know, whatever it was that I had been holding back before when I was just in total people-pleasing ways. The good news is that it does get easier to communicate these. And again, if you're in a situation where it's the it's the start of something new or you're just meeting someone or you're revisiting the parameters of something, this is the perfect time to set boundaries. So do not be shy. Tip number four, enjoy the process of learning and growing. Really, truly try to enjoy it. You know, there can be so much joy found in newness and in expanding ourselves. I think it's so easy to become stagnant and to become comfortable. I have been there before. That's for sure. More times than, more times than I'd like to admit. But there is something nice about that as well. But on the flip side, it's really exciting to know that we are going into something new and recognizing that when you are in a new situation, you're not expected to know everything right off the bat. This truly is a learning and growth opportunity for you. And when you take the pressure off a little bit, you know, you still want to show up, you want to do a good job, you want to, whatever that is. But when you start to look at it through a different lens of, all right, how can I have fun with this? How can I, how can this really help me move forward in this next stage of my life? That's where I think magic can start to happen. I think so often we get in our own ways because we put so much pressure on ourselves to perform, to show up a certain way or behave a certain way. And when we can take that pressure off, that's when we can actually be present, immerse ourselves and truly enjoy the situation we're in for what it is and use it as that opportunity to grow and expand. All right, the final tip, tip number five. If you are ever feeling self-doubt or if you're ever feeling low or feeling down, reach out to a friend and tell them that you need a reminder of how freaking amazing you are. Now, to some, that might sound funny, but I know I have friends who we will remind each other of things. And so this one friend of mine, if I'm feeling down or, or or vice versa, if we're just like a little off, we remind each other of what we need to do to feel really amazing. And it's like, oh, well, are you going for your walks? And are you doing your your morning practice or a spiritual practice right now? Are you doing your gratitudes? And it's like, oh no, not doing any of that. No wonder I feel off. This is the same thing. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling unsure, phone someone who can be your cheerleader. 
phone someone who can be by your side and they can remind you of the incredible things. You know, you can also create a note in your phone. I reference my notes app all the time. And you can actually write a list and write 10 things you're proud of. Let's say, for example, if you're in a new work situation, which is what this situation was that I'm referencing, I would recommend to write down 10 things that you're really proud of that you've accomplished over the course of your career or in the past, you know, year or so and write those down because we do have the low days. We do have the days where self-doubt starts to creep in. That's human. That's natural. But we do have the choice to bounce back up faster. And so that's some advice. Reach out to a friend that's in your quarter, a cheerleader, and or write 10 things you're proud of. Keep that list so that you can reference it when the low days come in. All right, that's all for this week. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Next week, I have an incredible interview that I am so excited to share with you. It is a good one. And we talk about the four levels of healing as well as a lot of other things and ways that we get in our own way and how we can start to get unstuck and be our own cheerleaders versus our own saboteurs. So I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. And if anyone comes to mind who you think would benefit from this episode, feel free to share. It is absolutely free. And I I know I'll be grateful and I bet they will be too. Okay. Bye for now.